Hey, everybody. <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed that worship this morning. We're so glad you again joined us today. And uh, we're in our series called At the Movies, and we're going to go ahead and jump right in on that. And so our next movie, I'll announce in a minute, but let me ask you a question. What if we lived in this world that wasn't real? What if everything around us was really just a computer program, something that was controlling us and we didn't even realize it? Well, we're going to talk about that today and whether that's true or not in watching this movie called The Matrix. Now, a friend of mine, he kind of suggested this movie, and it wasn't one of the ones that I had had on my original list, but the more I got to think about it, the more I realized, you know, The Matrix is, Matrix is an awesome movie, and the spiritual parallels are just amazing. And so, you know, we talk about the world system. The Bible talks about the world system. It uses that word Babylon. You know, Babylon is the city that is always uh, uh, defined as this controlling a system that's over the world. And, you know, it kind of begs, and when we think of, of uh, this world system, we think of the conspiracy theories. You know, we read about that. You see it on YouTube. You know, you talk about that there are just a few corporations controlling America or even the world, that there are, you know, the world banks, that there's this globalism that is coming on. And there's a lot of truth in that. There's a lot of truth. And it's only now that this is actually beginning to leak out because of social media, because of the world being more connected, that some of these people and these systems are being outed. So it's interesting that some of this has a, a sense of reality to it. So that's why I think The Matrix is an awesome movie to review and to talk about today. So I'm just going to jump right in. So this is a story about a young man who is a computer hacker, and yet he is a, uh, a computer program in the daytime. So he works for a reputable company, but at night he goes home, he's a master computer programmer, and he's able to hack into systems and creates hacking programs and sells those on the black market to make money. So one day it starts with him sitting at his computer and he's falling asleep and he notices that there is somebody speaking to him, him on his screen. Of course, he's, he's, he's shocked by that because, you know, he's, he's probably a virtual private network or whatever it is that he's got that nobody should know where he is and, and is, a, is a hacker. So he's really surprised. And then he sees the words, knock, knock. And all of a sudden the door knocks. And it says, follow the white rabbit. And so he's like, what on earth is going on? And so he talks to this guy and the guy says, what's wrong? And he says, I don't know, man. I'm just, my computer did something weird. And they said, well, why don't you come with us? We're going to a party. He says, no, I'm going to stay here. I got stuff I got to do. And then he sees a white rabbit uh, tattoo on this girl's shoulder. So he says, oh, let me grab my coat. So he follows her to this dance club. And it's at the dance club that he stands there and he's kind of waiting and he's realizing, you know, he's kind of wondering what's, what's going on. And this is when you begin to discover about Neo is that he's a suspicious guy. He believes in this conspiracy theories that there is something or someone that is controlling everything. And so which is why that is, he was driven to underground to do, do whatever he can to kind of expose it. So this lady walks up to him and uh, her name is Trinity and she's going to come up to him and she's going to whisper into his ears and say, look, we've been looking for you, and he's looking for you, and we know you've got a lot of questions. And so basically she says, do you know what the question is? And he says, what is the matrix? So we now are introduced to the concept of the matrix. And we won't know what that is until later in the movie. But he, 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 she says, we know, and we know what you're, you're, that you've been searching. And so she walks away, and now he's... he's <clears throat> He's now been introduced to this concept that, that, that maybe the matrix is real. 
And so we then uh, move on to Neo, who, because Morpheus, who is this real-life living person, who is an underground person, has been looking for Neo, and uh, he's the one that sent Trinity to go talk to him. He has then, because he's kind of gotten on the grid, so to speak, they're now going to chase him. They want to bring Neo in. And who's the he? Well, the, the, the Matrix, the people who run in the Matrix, want to bring Neo in. And so they capture him, and they take him into a closed room where you meet the agents for the first time. And these are men that are dra- dressed in, in, in tightly fitting black suits and w- wearing sunglasses and combed back hair and kind of like you know FBI or uh, FBI agents who now have Neo and they're, they're, they're questioning him and basically say, look, we can put you in prison right now, but if you'll tell us where Morphe- who Morpheus is and where he is, and if you'll help us find him because he's a terrorist, then we'll give you a deal. We'll give you your life back because you've, you've broken all of these, cr- you've, you're a criminal and we can throw you into prison. So Neo says, no way. He, he rejects it and he actually escapes and is then captured by some uh, of the helpers or the people, the underground uh, resistance, if you will, and they grab Neo and they remove a tracker system that's inside him, a little bit of a freaky scene there, and then he is taken to uh, Morpheus. Now, Morpheus is played by Lawrence Fishburne, and Lawrence Fishburne, who's also wearing these really cool sunglasses and a leather, long leather black jacket, brings Neo into this controlled environment. And again, you know that there's this matrix going on, but we still haven't discovered what it is. And now we're going to learn. Lawrence Fishburne sits Neo down in a chair, and they're facing each other in this kind of darkened room. And, in, in, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne, or Morpheus, as I'll call him from here on out, looks at Neo and says, Neo, the matrix is real, but it's something I can't just tell you about. It's everywhere around us. It's everywhere, but it, I've got to show you. Then he has the famous blue pill, red pill scene. And he pulls him out and he says, if you take the, you know, the red pill, then you go forward. You know? And if you take the blue pill, actually, I think I've got the pills all mixed up. But anyway, when, if he takes the one pill, it will uh, eject him out of the matrix, and he'll begin to see how far the rabbit hole goes when we think of Alice in Wonderland. But if he takes the one pill, he'll, he'll forget everything. He'll be put right back into the matrix and never remember anything that has happened up to that point. So, of course, Neo can't stand it. He wants to know what the matrix is. He wants to escape the control of what that is. So he takes the one pill, he swallows it, and then there's this really creepy scene where he is now ejected out of the matrix. And what we find is something that where we realize is that matri- uh, that. Uh, Neo has been living in an artificially controlled world, that he was actually, as a human, inside this membrane with all of these tubes hooked up to him, and that he never was living this life at all, that he was living in this this weird cocoon-type environment. But when he took the pill, it ejects him out of that, and he's captured by the underground resistance people who are real, living underground, not controlled by the Matrix. Now, we begin to get into the story where I now want to start making the parallel of the reality that, folks, we do live in this spiritual world. We do live in somewhat of a Matrix, but we'll look at that as we go along. Now, 
So Neo is now totally disoriented. He is now using muscles he's never used before. He's, he's on a, a ship, which is kind of like a spaceship, but actually moves around underground in this dystopian world. We now realize that the Matrix is, is, is a total artificially, artificially created world. But Neo is going to learn about this. So Lawrence Fishburne and Trinity, uh, Morpheus and Trinity, and the rest of the, the gang, there's about a half a dozen uh, people on this one ship. They're going to bring him back to health. They're going to allow him to be able to walk and talk and to train him. But now their first thing to do is to show Neo exactly what the Matrix is. And the Matrix is definitely a computer program. And so they've, they've got a program that they can use to enter into that world and to get back out of it. And so what Morpheus tells Neo about is that the, everything that he's ever known was all not a reality. And that they're being controlled by these artificial, the, well, really computers. Computers, the machines, so to speak, rose up and began to control the destiny of men. They began to kill off men. And, and we fought back by creating a nuclear cloud over to block the sun so that they could not survive without solar energy because they could live independently without man's assistance. So sometime in the 21st century, it all got damaged. And so some of the humans were able to escape underground, but essentially the world was taken over by computers and by these dark, dark forces. So now the spiritual language begins to come in. And the way Morpheus is describing it is he's saying that this system, everybody who is alive living in these cocoons are living in a, 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 an alternate reality and that they're being controlled by these dark forces. So do you see the parallel there? That we here on earth, there is truth to that that the spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm that we live in. We see, we touch. Morpheus describes about what is reality. Based on our, only our five senses, do we relate to it with our brain? And scientists do show us and tell us that our eyes are not even able to really see all that is going on around us. And if we really could see, we would be surprised at the dimensionality of existence. In other words... Jesus told us that there were principalities and powers. Paul told us that there are spirits of wickedness. There, there are spirits, there are angels and there are demons and there's, there is a spiritual world that is surrounding the planet at any given time everywhere. And so that is reality, but we are blinded to it. And so were the people in this story. They were blinded to how the controlling forces were, 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 had blinded mankind from being able to see it and that there were different rules and that human beings had been conditioned to live in this world. And that's exactly what happens to us. We get born into this world and we only relate to what we see, but we're not awakened to the reality of the spirit realm at all. You know, we don't know what's going on because we're not awakened to it, not illumined to it. It wasn't until Jesus came and said, look, this is reality. There is a heaven. There is a hell. He preached it, that this, this is what is true. Paul went on to say, look, the weapons of our warfare in this battle against these dark forces are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, that there is a, a tremendous amount of warfare going on for human souls. So what this story is all about in an allegorical way is really true. It's really biblically true, and that's the amazing thing about this. So 
Now, Neo, when he figures it, finds this out for the first time, he gets sick, he gets overwhelmed, he can't handle it, he wants to go back, he doesn't want, he wants to, he says, can I go back? And he says, no, there's no going back now. You can't be reinserted into this world, you'll die. And so, uh, so he says, but we gotta go forward. And, he, and just like Christians, you know, just once we give our life to Christ, we can't go back to that old world, obeying its rules. We can't go back to blindness. We're now awakened to the reality of what is out there. And there's only one way to go, and that is forward. So Neo gets trained in all of, of these arts. He learns how to fight. And it's almost like him learning spiritual warfare, how to engage the spirit realm. And so he's taught. He's, he's given the armor of God. He's given the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. He's, he puts on the shoes of the gospel, the sword of spirit, and the shield of faith. He gets it all in all these training programs that basically teach uh, Neo to enter into the matrix world and fight in that world. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? So that he has a human body, but he also has a spiritual presence, if you want to call it that where that through his mind, he's able to enter into the spirit realm. So obviously that's kind of weird, but it's the truth of it, of the matter is, is that we are spirits too, and we do engage that world, but we have to get past the physical reality. We have to get past the thought that we are only controlled by those things which we can see. The truth is, much of what is controlled in this world and what is happening is by these principalities and spirits of wickedness, rulers in heavenly places that have whole nations in bondage. And so when we awaken to that reality, reality that's, that's just an amazing thing. So the movie moves on, and that Neo is now trained. He's going to go to this oracle, and he's going to receive this prophecy. Interesting, isn't it? It's like we have the prophecy of how the church is going to succeed. It's going to go forward. We have the kingdom of the already. We know the ending, but yet our story and our part to play in it all is yet to be played out. We're excited we, 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 we sense and know that we're going to have success. We believe that it's going to happen. But like for Neo, he's told this prophecy that does not give him what he wants to hear. It only says that somebody's going to have to die. There's going to be a sacrifice have to be made. And he says, one of you, either Morpheus or you, are going to have to die. And he says, the choice is going to be yours. And so it's just like God who only gives us part of the story just to say, look, you're going to have to give your life. To gain your life, you need to die to the things of this world. You need to die to your flesh. So I'm telling you, this is an amazing movie in how it parallels real truth. Really what Jesus taught, that we need to die, that we need to lay down. And, and so she says, look, I know this doesn't make sense, and I hate to disappoint you, but you're not the one. So everybody in the resistance okay, they were wanting to, uh, they were hoping that Neo was this messianic figure, that he was going to come and lead them forward. Well, he didn't know how it was going to happen, and, and if it even was going to happen. He didn't think he was the one. And you know what? Sometimes as Christians, we don't think we are the one. We don't think that we have the ability to be able to speak to things that are not as if they were. We don't know that we have the ability to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We don't know that we have the ability to do some of these spiritually powerful things. We don't see ourselves as, 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 as spiritual beings, but we are. And we don't know, and, we, and we don't, we're not able. I've talked to so many people that don't know that the Holy Spirit indwells us and that the Holy Spirit wants to come upon us. Some people are so uncomfortable with the topic of the Holy Spirit, it's because they don't know. 
And yet, if we get filled with the Holy Spirit, he says, those things, what I do, he says, greater things will you do because I'm going on to the Father. And he sent the Holy Spirit to empower us. It's all there in the Bible. We have the training. We have the truth. We can confront the agents. We can confront the darkness of this world and succeed. Now, Neo, then, he has taught essentially faith. He has to learn to supersede the world, the spiritual rules. And so what we now learn is that he's growing in what we would call faith. And that's exactly what happens to the Christian. We, we get put out there and we got to start praying. We got to begin to battle in the spiritual realm and, and believe that what we are saying, what we are praying for is happening. You see the parallel there? It's quite amazing. So Neo is learning how to operate within the matrix. So we are in the world, but we're not of it. We enter into the matrix of this world, but we are not controlled by its forces. Just like Neo, as he's injected in there, now he's going in to fight. He's going in, and now he's having to fight because the agents want to destroy Neo because they see him as a threat, and the same way works with you and me. The moment we give our life to Jesus Christ, the enemy wants to destroy us. He wants to kill. He wants to destroy. He wants to confuse. And he can even use half-truth to deceive us. That can happen too. It happens often. Where even people who have a knowledge of Christ get diverted into little lies. Satan does not want you and me to ever discover who we really are in God. So in the movie, the agents want to destroy Neil because they don't want him, not only him discovering it, he, they do not want him going telling everybody else and setting all those people free that are all in bondage on these tubes and that are living like batteries for this computer world. So incredible, isn't it? Well, so then... Lawrence Fishburne teaches Neil this one valuable lesson. He's walking down the street, and he says, do you think all of this is real around you? He says, it's not. He says, this is to teach you, because he gets distracted by seeing this woman walk by, and then when he turns around, it's one of the agents, and it's not a real agent, but the agent's pointing the gun at his head, and he goes, just like that, Neil, you could be gone, just like that. And he says, you have got to realize that anybody in this world can be used as an agent. That's the same way. In this world, the enemy can use other people to discourage you. He can use people that are, being, that are actually uh, inhabited by these beings. Yeah, demonic possession. The, to actually try to discourage and destroy Christians, the church. This is going on around us all the time. This is a little scary, I understand. But it is true. It's a reality. It's what's happening even now. So he teaches him to believe. Now, in the movie, one of the guys actually, they call him Rat for short, I believe, he actually does Rat out, and he goes and he contacts the, one of the agents of the Matrix, and he's going to give Morpheus over to them so that then they can interrogate Morpheus to get all the codes so that they can get into the, uh, the, the resistance computer networking that is hacking in to try to tear it all down. So... They finally do capture Mor Morpheus, and they've got him all wrapped up, and they're, they're trying to get, they're, they're, they're torturing him, and they're trying to interrogate him. Now, this is the point where Neo has to make a decision. Neo can run and save himself, or he can go and try to get Morpheus out of there. Well, of course, he chooses 
to go get Morpheus. And so he's like, I have no choice. I've got to go get him. And so now the prophecy begins to come true. And this is the parallel for us. It's like, do we live in this world? Do we live in this understanding of the matrix being something that exists, that this dark world is out there and people are going to hell every day? Do we just sit back and enjoy our place on the ship? Or do we go back and insert ourselves into this world, into this world system, and try to set as many people free as we can? Yes. Jesus said, go into all the world, right, to preach the gospel. Go out and share it with everyone that we find and so that they can be set free. They can be illuminated to this dark world. Well, that's so very, very true. In the movie, Neo does that. He goes and he, 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 uh, he fights with the agents. And for the first time, Neo is able to move like they do. He's actually moving in the spirit realm in such a way as that he's no longer controlled by the lies of this world. He begins to see that his prayers, quote unquote, his movements, his spiritual warfare is having an effect. And so Trinity, who's in love with Neo, is notices that and says, you move like they do. And so they begin to see, see that Neo is the one, the one who is going to lead the rest of them to a deeper truth of faith and learning how to insert themselves into the matrix and to destroy it. So uh, they go on, they, they set uh, Morpheus free, and the last great battle with Neo and the agents where Neo finally kicks in and he realizes you know what? Their rules don't control me at all. It's just like Jesus when he resisted. Paul tells us if we resist the devil, he must flee. And Neo in the last battle scene resists. They shoot all these bullets at him. And in the matrix world, those bullets would kill him. And if you die in the matrix, you die in reality. Kind of, kind of a similar thing. If we die out there in the spiritual realm, then it will affect us in, this, in the natural realm. But that's at that point where Neo just says, no more. And the bullets are coming, and they stop right in front of him. He touches one, he holds it, and drops it to the ground. And then he begins to, the, the wool is completely pulled away, and he's able to see the complete matrix world of all this code that's going down in front of him. It's all green. And he realizes that everything that he sees is not real. It's all just computer code. And so at that point, we end the movie with Neo saying, you know what? We're not, he calls the matrix, he calls the computers, you know, the artificial intelligence and says, we're not going to be controlled by you anymore. We've been awakened to the reality. And you know what? We don't know how this thing is all going to end, but we know how it's going to begin. And that is, we are, we are in charge of our own, de our own destiny from here on out. So the movie ends, and again, we have this awesome parallel. And Lawrence Fishburne tells uh, Neil, at one point, he says, you know, it's not about the knowledge that you have, but how you walk this out. And that is so very, very, very true. So many of us have a knowledge of this reality, of what is really out there, but not many of us know how to walk in it. Not many of us really fight it. Not many of us really know how to put on the full armor of God and fight this battle daily to guard our minds from the lies, to resist the devil and see him flee, to know how to pray and bind those spirits of, in, of iniquity, those, bind those spirits and those lies, to learn how to live in this spiritual world and not be controlled by it, not be dominated, not be destroyed by it. So in the Bible, it says there, in Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 20, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand 
against the devil's schemes. Schemes. That is very specific schemes against you and against me. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We're not struggling with the natural. We are struggling against rulers and against the authorities and against the powers of this dark realm. Now, when we talk about authorities, we're not talking people here. He already talked about flesh and blood, so it's not people. We're fighting against the spirits of wickedness that control those people. That is the power behind it. He said, that is what we're really battling. And against the powers of this dark world, this matrix, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, all controlled by Satan himself. So, Peter, I'll leave you with this verse. Peter says this in reference to this matrix, this illumination. He says this, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same thing, the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong and firm and steadfast. That's here. We might engage the enemy. We might go through some battles, but every time God will be our strength. God will restore us, and we will be able to say to the world, we'll be able to say to the enemy, we're not going to play by your rules. You're not going to control. Get thee behind me, Satan. You're done. To him be the power forever and ever and ever. That's it, folks. That's the story. That's the message. So again, we may live in a matrix. We may live in a spiritual world, but you as a believer, if you've given your life to Jesus Christ, your eyes are open. So I want to speak to those of you today who might be watching this and your eyes are not open to the truth. If you've not given your life to Jesus Christ, then you have, you're still looking at Oz and the fireball. But behind the curtain, there is someone, there is something that's controlling all of it, that have everyone blinded to the reality of what's really going on. Conspiratorial theories, are they true? Partially but not all the way. We see that there are human beings controlling mankind, but it gets even uglier. There are spirits that are controlling this whole thing. And if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, then you, my friend, are being controlled too. But that can be changed right now. You can give your life to Jesus Christ right where you are, sitting there at your couch. There maybe you're at the beach. Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you're listening to this on your phone. I don't know how you're catching this message. But if you get this today, then I'm telling you that... Our world, even our movies, are crying out to us to the reality of what's going on. And God is offering a way of escape. We can follow the white rabbit. We can get ejected out of this world by giving our life to Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. He will illumine our eyes. The Savior, the Morpheus, the whatever, the Neo, which Neo means like new, it's starting over. He wants to make us new creatures in Christ. Open our minds, set our minds free so that not only are we just free, but he will teach us and train us how to fight, how to live in this world. I want to pray for you that right now, two things. One, if you are a believer that you become, you continue to submit to the training of the Holy Spirit to become a warrior for him. And, and, and secondly, if you've never given your life to Christ, I want to pray for you that you can do that today. Let's do it. Lord, I just thank you for everyone listening to this message today. As, Lord, we close out this service, as we close out this message, I pray for everyone in, that is listening today, God, that you would encourage them. If they have given their life to you, that right now, God, that you would illumine their minds freshly again to the reality. 
Lord, we live in a spiritual world. And that, God, we need more training. We need to have the weapons of our warfare, to be able to tear down, Lord, those lies. We need to be able to quench the fiery darts. We need to be able to use the sword of the Spirit and the shield of faith. God, we need to be able to know how to use our tongue, Lord, to speak truth in, in love, Lord, and to be able to pray and, Lord, do mighty things for you. So, Lord, encourage us to continue our training so we be mighty warriors. Lord, now I also pray now and finish. If there's anyone listening, and you're, if you're listening right now, just bow your head, and I pray that you just re- repeat this prayer after me. If you want to give your life to Christ, this is how you do it. Just say this, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to save me. I ask you to open my mind to the truth. I accept you as my Savior. You are the one who came and died on the cross for my sins to open my mind, to restore my relationship to my Heavenly Father, my Creator. I embrace the truth of Jesus' words and message. That, That being that you died for me, that my sins are forgiven because of what you did, and that now I will live with you when I die and will be with you forever and ever in heaven with all those who have given their lives to you as well. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to ask and encourage you. Look, if you don't have a Bible, you need to get a hold of a Bible. We can help you get one. You can write us, text us, let us know, and we'll make sure that you get a Bible if you don't have one. If you do have one, go ahead and start reading it. Go ahead and open up to the Gospel of John and start reading through the New Testament. And you'll begin to see that you indeed do live in a matrix. And it's time for you to learn the truth to live outside of it. Amen? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. God bless you, and you have a great, great week.